0: Welcome in. It is a solo edition, a quick solo edition of the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network presented by betonline.ag. I'm Corey Burton. I'm here flying solo. Israel is hopefully getting his power back soon. We hope everything is okay down in uh, South Georgia, uh, especially Valdosta where Israel lives uh, with the the hurricane that just uh, came through there. We we hope everything's okay. But um, while he gets everything back in order from uh, what's likely a rough week down there. Um, I'm just going to give you a quick preview. Thankfully, uh, for, for his sake and our sake and the show's sake, Georgia plays UT Martin. So the, the week one preview probably isn't quite as important um, as, as, say, other weeks. So uh, I'm going to give Israel a chance to get well. Uh, can't wait for him to get back. Uh, we hope, and like I said, hope things, uh, hope things work out well. Uh, For him, But we are presented by betonline.ag. They continue to be your number one source for all of your sports betting needs. They have uh, week one odds. So if you want to look at our picks, uh, I'm going to make some picks here um, for week one. If you want to look SEC After Dark, our picks there. Um, As I record this, Florida is getting absolutely shelled. So I don't know if you want to take my picks or not, but I'm going to give them to you just in case even if you just want to know what picks not to make uh, for this upcoming weekend. But they have live odds when these games start, Uh, props, futures, everything, Uh, live casino games uh, also, uh, if you're into that kind of thing. So betonline.ag has it all in any sport imaginable. Uh, So head on to the website, betonline.ag, either on your computer or your mobile device. Enter the promo code Believe. that's B-L-E-A-V, to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, it's where the game starts. So, looking at Week One, um, we get, you know, again, we've done all of this preseason question and answer, all of these storylines. Uh, not many of them, thankfully, um, for for Georgia to answer. I mean, obviously, the obvious one is Brock Bowers. Like, what is he? You know, how is he going to be utilized in his final season? Because let's be honest, he's not coming back for a senior year. That's just not going to happen. And I don't blame him—not one iota. Um, so Georgia opens the season with Carson Beck as quarterback number one. We have talked and talked and talked about Carson Beck, what he brings to the table, you know a- a- everything that everything that he means to this program. Stuck around, didn't transfer. Now he's going to get a chance to lead this Georgia Bulldogs team to a hopeful. Three Pete. So what do we need to see out of him week one? Well, we just need to see him grab command of this offense like we know that he can. In a spring game, he did it. Uh every opportunity in practice, scrimmages, uh in fall camp, he has done so up until this point. So there's no reason to believe that he can't do so on Saturday against UT Martin. And and I, I think that will happen. Um, what this Georgia offense needs to show? Uh that there, there's there's a few injuries. Uh, with this Georgia offense, I mean, you have some some running backs that have, you know, soft tissue inju- injuries like hamstring pulls and uh, soreness and stuff like that. Like Kendall Milton has been held out of a lot of things, uh, but I think when uh, I think if Georgia had an actual game in some of these scenarios, he probably uh, he probably would have played. Uh, so I, I think it's. Uh, I think he's going to be okay and he's going to be a dude this year. Like we, we don't, we didn't talk enough about what Kendall Milton brings to the table for, uh, for the Georgia Bulldogs. And it's going to be, it's going to be absolutely outstanding watching him play. I I can't wait to see him get his, get his role. Um, I can't wait to see him get his, get his due as running back number one. So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about, uh, about this team, uh, the offensive line is going to be—they're going to be strong, man. It, it's going to be—it's going to be fun to watch, man. They have a lot of uh, guys on the watch list. Uh, Mary Mims, who almost transferred to Florida State but decided to come back—great move on his part. Tate Ratledge uh, finally back from injury; he's finally 100%. He's a special dude at at the guard position, and you have uh, Cedric Van Praan at center. He's on the Remington list and the Outland Trophy list. Top center in the league, uh, top center of the country. Probably going to be the top top center in in the NFL draft. I mean, that guy's he's a special dude. Not only physically is he talented, but he's a leader. He's an absolute leader for for this offensive line. He gets everybody in the right position. He makes sure the protections are solid. He makes sure uh, to make and relay all the calls, all the fronts, the side adjustments, things that offensive linemen have to do. Cedric Van Pran is right there at the center of it all. Pun fully intended on that. So I'm excited to see this. Of course, uh, Xavier Truss and Austin Blasky um, are also going to be the other two starters uh, on this uh, on this very talented offensive line. Xavier Truss came in as a tackle had cross-trained, uh, found a home at left guard, and Austin Blaski, of course, found a role at right tackle. So um, this offensive line finished second behind Michigan for the Joe Moore Award. Um, do they win it this year? I think they absolutely can. Um, so Mike Bobo, there's another question. There's another question for uh, for this Georgia team. Mike Bobo. What is what is this Mike Bobo offense going to look like, right? New offense coordinator, new way of doing things. What is this offense going to look like? Well, you got a taste of it in the spring. They didn't probably show a whole lot and didn't think they would. But what are they going to look like? We know the ball is going to go to Brock Bowers. We know they're going to try to feed him. But is it going to be what we, what we saw with – this offense in years past with Mike Bobo? Is it going to be a lot of what we saw, a continuation of what we saw with Todd Munkin? I surely hope so. Um, that's where I think it's going. I think that's why Mike Bobo was promoted uh, was because he understood and, and really just wanted a uh, continuation with the Todd Munkin system, which I think if you're smart, you do that. Like the, terminate, the terminology is all the same. The checks are all the same. The you know Of course, he's going to put his own ring wrinkle on it and his own little spin to it but for the most part it's going to be all the same and that's why I think Carson Beck is going to be just fine because he's not changing offenses he's just got a different voice calling play in his his ear uh, this time around so I I think it's going to be fine I think you're going to see an offense that's going to be just as exciting as it was Um, it's going to be an adjustment not seeing Stetson Bennett which he is kicking it around for the Rams so we we definitely, uh, definitely congratulate him on that. So, um, Offensively, again, what's it going to look like? We will see. That, that's, a, that's a week one question. How's it going to look? How's it going to look from week one to week two to week three? This is all geared towards preparing for that South Carolina game because UT Martin, warm-up game, Ball State, slightly more difficult warm-up game, and then you have South Carolina, which is your first true test of the season, to be honest. And you have three weeks to prepare for it. So, um, I think we're going to be just fine. I, I, I think this this sets up the Ball State game for all you schedule haters out there. Was supposed to be Oklahoma. So get that out of the way. It was supposed to be Oklahoma, but it's not it's Ball State. All right. So that's the question. Brock Bowers. How special can he be? Well, I think we all know the answer to that question. So the real question is. Who else, right? You got Brock Bowers and then. And the long pause is you trying to figure out well, audience participation. Hopefully you're screaming at the TV screen right now going uh, popcorn answering. Ra-Ra Thomas, Dominic Lovett, uh, Marcus Rosemary, Jack Saint, Oscar Delp, Dejon Edwards, you know, those names. Who's going to step up? Who's going to be that next weapon? Remains to be seen. Lad McConkey, great candidate there. Dominic Lovett, great candidate. Who of these unproven young receivers is it going to be? Jackson Meeks. Israel thinks so. Israel's buying some stock. I would love to hear Israel's take on it. Uh, we'll, we'll get more of his reaction to because you're going to see a lot of guys play. Um, you'll, you'll see his reaction on that. We'll, we'll, we'll get him back next week. Um, so, what receivers going to step up? Who's going to be other weapons? Who's going, to, who's going to supplement Brock Bowers and essentially Ladd McConkie because he was another weapon too. He was a big-time weapon. Who's going to replace A.D. Mitchell? Who's going to play that role? Can Marcus Rosemary Jackson be consistent enough to do so? That's a concern because he wasn't last year. He disappeared in spots. You just didn't see him. Can you do it? He's had some trouble this offseason with, with speeding and things like that. Can he be responsible enough to do the things he needs to do on the field? And does he? can he do the things off the field that will keep him on the field? I surely hope so. He better. I mean, he has a lot of potential. It's not that he's not talented. He can certainly do it. So those are some questions heading into week one. Like this is this is a game against UT Martin, so like you're trying to find things. Like this is just another scrimmage, really. Who's going to be quarterback two? Who's the first quarterback after after Carson Beck makes his curtain call? Is it Gunnar Stockton? Is it Brock Vandegrift? Uh, who knows? You know, if you ask me my opinion, I think Gunnar Stockton probably gives you more long term value. But you can never be too sure. Like, I don't know what Brock Vandegrift has done in I think they've been pretty pretty equal in team drills. And so they'll get they'll get plenty of reps, they'll get a chance. What I like to what I would like to see, and what I think that we should see, is that whoever comes in should be able to run the offense full scale. Like if Gunnar Stockton comes in, let him run the offense full scale, right? If if it is Brock Vandegrift, even if he's coming in third. So the third quarterback in, let him run the offense, see what they bring to the table because heaven forbid something happened to Carson Beck, you better be ready with quarterback two. Who's, who's that going to be? We don't know. That competition is probably still going on. That's okay. You got two games to kind of figure out before you get into the meat of your schedule, who that next guy up is going to be. And so I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm excited to see that question answered. You know, this offensive line is going to be scary good, so it'd be it'd be a shame to waste it with uh, trying to figure out all season long because you just didn't get the right amount of reps and you just played run-the-clock-out ball um, in the second half when you could have played those guys. That's just me. Defensively, question marks. What – or not question marks, but like – Things that you think you need to see, things you hope to see in week one. What do you want uh, defensively? Michael Williams, is he back? What does he do? Nolan Smith is not here now. Jalen Carter is not here. How did that defensive line respond? Does does Zion Logue, does he tote the mail? Is he carrying the load for this Georgia defense? Warren Brinson, Nazir Stackhouse, like who's going to be the star of that defensive line? Michael Williams, is he going to be a factor in the pass rush? Is he going to be able to play the run? Outside linebackers, you're very young at that position. Who is it? Josh Chambliss, is, is he the answer? Is he going to be a, one of the trio of freshmen? Gabe Wilson, Samuel and Pemba? Who's it going to be? Smell Munden, inside linebacker, Jamon Dumas Johnson. Who plays? Raylan Wilson? Where does he bring to the table? The, the linebacker out of Tallahassee. What does he bring? Like defensively in this defensive front, there's a lot of questions like who's gonna be the guy? Like you don't have that superstar that you're like, okay. You're you're doing your little personnel chart, right? As as an opposing coach, and you there's not one position in that defensive front where you're like star, circle, highlight, make notes about, make extensive notes about what number ninety six brings to table, right? Which is Ion Loke. They don't have that. Who's going to be that guy? Does that guy emerge in this game? Do you see scheme wise? Is it just kind of is is the staff just? Understanding that we don't have a superstar and that we have to do it in the aggregate by scheme. That's something I'm, that's something I'm wanting to see. How does that work? It's not necessarily a problem, but it is something that I would like to see how, how Georgia is going to, going to address that. Um, Defensive backfield. They're going to be special. What what do you want to see there? Man, I want to see Javon Bullard lay somebody out. I want to see Malachi Starks make making plays. Like, I want to see who that other corner is going to be across from Kamari Laster. Is it Nyland Is it Nyland Green? Who is it? Who's that other corner? What's that? What's that position look like schematically? Is this defense going to be on the same page more often? Like, what 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 would you like to see? I think it's going to be. I, I think it, man. I, I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be special, right? I think you're going to see. I think you're going to see a very, very special group. But uh, I, I'm I'm ready for this group to bring the juice. I'm ready for them to bring the energy. I'm ready for this defense to pop, and I think they can. I think they can. It's going to happen with that defensive line. That's going to be the key. You don't have Jordan Davis. You don't have Trevon Walker. You don't have Jalen Carter. You have Warren Brinson, Zion Logue, Nazir Stackhouse, and Trammell Walltower. Who is that star? How does this unit play? That's going to determine the success of this defense. Not the DBs. DBs are going to be special. They just need to be on the same page a little bit more often, which I think they will be because they have experience together now. The linebackers. They're gonna fly around. They've got some talent. Who's gonna be a superstar? Who's gonna be the next Nolan Smith? Who's gonna be the pass rusher? Who knows? But that's that, that's kind of what you want to see. Like I can give you the I can give you the, the the score predictions and all the all the information and all the things about this game. But I'm not going to. I think George is gonna obviously take care of business. They're gonna obviously play a lot of people. But uh, I think just overall, from a team standpoint, and I'll, I'll end my, my preview, my week one preview with this, what I want to see from an overall team perspective is how focused they are coming out. Are they crisp? Are they executing from the first snap until they come out? And can they give you a sense that even with the way the schedule's starting out, can they make it through the season undefeated, which they should be able to? And in that case, are they going to be battle-tested enough for the college football playoff? Now, maybe that's putting the cart before the horse. I don't know. But... You're gonna get a you're gonna get a little inkling on Saturday about how focused this team is gonna be because they're gonna be heavy favorites in a lot of games. How do they handle that? How do they handle everybody patting them on the back? Saying, hey, you're gonna three-peat. It's a foregone conclusion. Nobody can compete, myself included, is saying that. <laughs> like it's three-peat season, right? How does the team handle that? Do they are, are, are they smelling themselves a little bit? Or are they laser-focused? Which is it? That remains to be seen on Saturday on SEC Network Plus. All right. Well, I mentioned that this show is presented by BetOnline.ag. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe. Find us on social media. Tell a friend. We're, we're trying to get to 500 subscribers. All right. We're still a relatively new channel. We're still, we're still on the come up. So make sure you jump on board because once this train gets rolling, you're going to want to be here. And th- that's that's where we're at, man. So get on board, right? At Believe in Dogs, at Burn 36 at TroopStar28. That is a great follow on social media. If you're not following him, you're making a mistake, right? So like I said, presented by BetOnline.ag. Um, you can find me also on SEC After Dark. and. Uh, Illegal motion. Those are two really fun shows. Um, But we made our picks presented by Stewart's Cajun Dill Pickles, which I'm going to try some pickles on a side note. I'm going to try pickles. That's going to be interesting. This can be very interesting. Me trying a pickle. I don't, I hate pickles, but I'm going to try this because they're sponsoring our show. I want to give them a fair shot to see if these pickles are indeed legit. We shall see, but let's give us some picks. Let's make some picks now. If you want to, uh, I'm going to put out a segment uh, from our SEC After Dark show where I make my Friday selections for the SEC. So if you want to catch those, you can catch those. I'll probably give you a little. Uh, I'll probably give you a little um, snippet of what I picked in on the, on the big SEC games. But here we go. Now, without Israel here, I'm not going to do a formal formal pick segment, I'm just going to go run through a couple of games and give you my thoughts on it. All right, Georgia Tech hosting Louisville. Georgia Tech is seven-and-a-half-point favorites. Both have new coaches. Uh, this is a Friday night game. Georgia Tech, again, seven-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going to – don't revoke my dog card when I say this, but I think Georgia Tech is going to cover the spread. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, tight tight ball game. They're going to score. not going to really be able to stop anybody, but I think they can keep up with people scoring. So I like Georgia Tech to at least cover. Not necessarily win. They may win, all right, but I think they'll at least cover. Uh, Stanford, three-point favorites at Hawaii. Hawaii making their home opener after an impressive showing against Vandy a week ago. Stanford is – they got a new coach, Troy Taylor. This will be an interesting game. I think Stanford gets the win in the cover on the road. But this will be an interesting, fun game to watch late, late Friday night. All right, Saturday. um, Not an overly impressive slate of games. Um, Again, I picked all of the uh, SEC ones, but uh, one of the games I want to touch on TCU versus Colorado, TCU hosting Colorado. They are 20 and a half point favorites over Colorado. TCU lost a lot to the NFL. Colorado uh lost a lot to the transfer portal because coach Prime brought his luggage and it was Louie and a lot of people left. This is a weird this is a tough one for me to pick because I think TCU has the capability and the roster to be able to boat race Colorado but I don't think that they do. I think Coach Prime's going to have them fired up. I think Shador Sanders is going to play well. I don't know that they're necessarily going to win but they're sure as heck not going to get boat raced and with their new clock rules, I think this one's going to be a little bit tighter. I, I, think, I think this one's going to be you know, in the teens which is not 21 and a half. <sighs> so, yes that big yawn signifies what the games look like this week. Um, TCU minus 20 and a half. I'm taking Colorado points. All right. LSU, Florida State. I'm picking LSU. They, I think they're going to have a, a slight talent advantage up front. That's going to make all the difference in the world in a two and a half point game. I think they win. Uh, they lost with special teams last year. I think they win with special teams this year. Give me the Bayou Bengals. Uh, here's some other games. Just. This Texas AM spread is freaking hilarious. 38 points. They scored 38 points in practice. Much less a game. Uh Georgia's first big big test. Well, they're they're they have a test this week as they host host in a neutral site game the uh, North Carolina Tar Heels and the Dukes Mayo Classic. South Carolina two and a half point underdogs. And I think they're going to uphold that. I, I think you're going to see truly the difference between SEC and ACC depth, um, and and that's in depth and and talent, athleticism, and it's not the skill positions; it's up front, the the linemen. The linemen are bigger, stronger, faster. They're just built different in the SEC. I, I can't. It's one of those things I can't explain. So I'm taking South Carolina plus two and a half. Um, obviously, I think I think North Carolina has the quarterback advantage. I don't know that it's going to matter necessarily, unless they throw a lot of quick game. Because I just don't think North Carolina's roster is as good. They don't have Phil Longo to make up for that. I think Phil Longo is going to do a great job at Wisconsin, um, but I, I just don't think they're going to just don't think they're going to thrive. Um, so give me that. Uh, I think Penn State's going to mop the floor with West Virginia. 20 I'm taking Penn State plus two or minus 20 and a half. I'm taking Rutgers minus six and a half I think all the stuff that they've been through uh, at Northwestern it's gonna be an ugly year for a lot of reasons already has been so I'm uh, I'm, I'm inclined to pick Rutgers there which ooh never picked Rutgers. Uh, Oregon State San Jose State uh, this is 16 and a half point spread. San Jose State proved that they can cover big spread. This is a fairly big spread. I, I think they have a chance of covering this thing. Oregon State's a good team, but are they good enough to cover a 16-and-a-half-point spread over a team that's playing really well right now and, and gave, gave USC all they probably wanted? I think they can. So I'm going to take the points here. Uh, Clemson versus Duke. Uh, Duke, 13-and-a-half-point underdogs. Riley Leonard is extremely talented. I know I said the quarterback situation didn't matter in the other game. I think it's gonna matter for Duke. I, I think I think Riley Leonard, with his dynamic as he is, Riley Leonard, gives them a chance, a legitimate chance. He had a really nice year last year. I think Duke is gonna be one of those really t- teams that those really underrated teams that you just don't see coming. I'm excited about that. Um, That's your Monday night game. Sunday night is LSU, Florida State. Monday is Clemson, Duke. Man, it's exciting. Man, I can't wait. Can't wait for these games, man. Uh, Week one is upon us. Uh, And then you got Texas, Alabama next week. Next week gets a little bit better. Georgia Ball State, obviously. That's the must-see game for next weekend. Um, But uh, that's going to do it uh, for me. I, I almost went half an hour. Uh, I don't want to bore you. There's not a whole lot of detail with this game, uh, but I did want to jump on here very, very quick. Uh, I hope Israel is doing really well. I last time I talked to him, he seemed to be doing okay. Just waiting for his power to come back on. He might be. Uh, he might have moved in with the in-laws for uh, for the time being, which hopefully you did get some power, get your life back in order, and we will talk next week. But. Um, that's going to do it for, for me here on the Believe in Georgia Dogs podcast on the Believe Network for Israel Troop. Hoping that you're hoping that everything and all your issues are resolved. Hoping that the people of Valdosta and South Georgia, the people affected by this hurricane, are doing okay and are managing this uh, managing this disaster. Um, hopefully everything's going well. Um, hopefully everything's going to be okay. Hopefully nobody's badly injured or anything like that. Um, we, we wish you all the best uh, in your recovery efforts from this hurricane. If you were indeed infected, not infected, but affected, if you were indeed affected uh, by the storm, uh, we hope you get everything back together. We hope things go extremely well for you. Um, but we do have college football week one, uh, and uh, we'll see how the picks do. And, uh, but until next time, like us, subscribe. All of the information is right here below. Um, YouTube channel, anywhere you find your podcast, uh, Spotify and, and Apple are probably the two most common, but anywhere you get your podcast, you can find us. Uh, well, it's not Twitter anymore. It's X. So it's an old logo, but uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere you can find us on social media at Believe in Dogs and then at Coach Burton 36 is my personal at Troop Star 28 is, uh, is Israel's personal. Uh, we thank you for watching. Go Dogs. And we'll see you back here next week.